Welcome back to the Marker Hotel from where we're broadcasting today. Now, you probably don't even notice them, but harvest mites can latch onto the paws of your pet and cause them serious itch and discomfort. Uh, Pete Wedderburn, Pete the Vet, is here with me to talk about these tiny pests, uh, which might be making their homes on your pet even as we speak. We'll also be answering all of your pet questions, so you can get them to us by texting 53106 or tweet us at PatKennyNT. Uh, Pete, good morning. Good Welcome morning. to the Marker. I love this environment with an audience as well. It's very and exciting. The food was great, I have to say. <laughs> now, what's a harvest mite? Well, they're, they're tiny little pinpoint insects, um, spider-like creatures, and they only appear in the middle of August every year. So they're here for really from now till, till mid-September. Are they visible it. to the naked eye? They're, they're almost invisible. They're, they look like if, you, if pets get them between their toes, which is where they tend to get them, if you look between their toes, you'll see what looks like a sprinkling of rust, dust stuff, really. And sometimes you don't even see that. I had a cat last week where I suspected them. I took a pinch just of the skin from between the toes, put it under the microscope, and there you could see them. They're that but tiny. When you look at them, what do they look like under the microscope? I love looking at things under the microscope. Well, <laughs> they look kind of like prehistoric monsters with big horny bodies and these six legs coming out the side waving at you and then the antennae coming out the front. <laughs> and so tiny, so tiny. Absolutely so, tiny. So what is the life cycle and why in the middle of August are they likely to attach to your pet? And, and where are they to be found? I mean, if you're walking the city streets, you're not going to find you're them. You're not going to get them there. They're basically, um, I suppose, that they're called harvest mites or red spider mites. Um, and primarily, they're, they're known as... Um, little creatures that are in meadows and fields. But we will also see them in people's gardens, and you'll also get them in town parks and so on. So they are kind of ubiquitous in Ireland. Um, now, it's the, the adult harvest mites don't actually cause problems. It's the, it's the younger larvae that are the parasitic phase of the cycle, and they only hatch out, you see, in August. So the rest of the year, the adults are wandering around, they eat plants and they eat insects, and they, they don't bother about about animals, about mammals, but the larvae, they hatch out in the, in the meadows and scrublands, and what they do is they crawl, they wait for passing warm-blooded animals, they wave their little legs around, and they hook on then, and um, they grab... I mean, do they leap they, they, the animal? Well, they just grab hold, I suppose it's a bit like somebody abseiling or something, you know, they, they like, throw out a big hook and, and grab hold, and then swing onto the animal, and once they're on then, they crawl up the animal's body. So they start off between their toes, but they also sometimes go up to the underside of the animal, and in cats especially, they get into the little folds of the ear. They like hanging around there. Do they suck the blood? Well, you'd think they might do from what I've said, but no, actually, what they like doing is they like, they secrete their digestive saliva onto the surface of the skin and that digests the horny outer surfaces and then, then they digest, they, they then swallow the, the digested skin. It doesn't sound very nutritious, does it? But they love, they love it and that's what they thrive on. So they have a meal and they fill up and then they fall off onto the ground again where they then hatch out into adults. Uh, and then there's no problem. You know, as oh, adults, yeah. they're going to leave you alone. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, do you need to treat your dog? I mean, if, will these only hang around for a week or so? Well, the interesting thing is, well, they can last a few weeks. The interesting thing is that I think if you check almost every single animal in Ireland that goes into fields at this time of year, you'll find they nearly all have got little red dust between their toes. But not very many of them are itching. So it's not the creature itself that causes the problem is the immune allergic reaction to the little mites. So some animals get no reaction whatsoever, others go demented, chewing their feet, scratching themselves, getting very upset. So when it comes to treatment, 
I suppose you have to do, there's three things really. The first thing is to avoid them, if you avoid fields if your pet has a big problem. Just don't go near areas where there might be the mites. Stick to the tarmac and concrete. But if your pet is reacting badly to them, the two things you can do are, first of all, um, spray the feet. You can get special insecticidal sprays which will kill the mites. But that's not enough. What you also need to do is to get anti-inflammatory medication from your vet to dampen down this allergic reaction. So, for example, cats typically would need a depot injection in mid-August that lasts for four weeks. They get that one injection a year. That's enough to sort it. And similarly with dogs. Yep. Are there any particular dog breeds that are more susceptible to this allergy? Well, I think there's a number of breeds that are particularly prone to allergies generally. And that would, in particular, I'd be thinking about West Highland White Terriers. They seem to be allergic to everything. And that includes harvest mites. And also boxers and a few others like that. Yeah. And also a random scattering of cats. Harvest mites seem to like cats as well. Now, some of the questions coming in, uh, I think we've guided people anyway on the harvest mites, but some of the questions coming in. Um, could you ask Pete, the vet, about grooming a dog's nails? We have a collie who is badly needing his nails cut, but refuses point blank to allow anyone near them. He runs away once he, any, he sees any implement. Our vet, I'm afraid, could not help. That's from Catherine. Well, Catherine, there's two possible answers here. The first one is to get him used to implements and that involves a tedious process of taking out a pair of nail clippers and just sitting them on the table, having a dog in the room and then holding them in your hand when the dog's used to them being in the room and not doing anything with them, just holding them in your hand and then petting your dog, holding the clippers but not doing anything with them and after several months of doing this, <laughs> you can try approaching him. Now, that's not really very realistic. And, and what I would suggest instead is I would talk to your vet again about sedation, because really that's the quick fix. Your dog goes to the vet clinic, gets an injection of reversible sedative. Ten minutes later, your dog is snoozing peacefully, will not be aware as the vet approaches to clip the nails. And once the vet is finished, then um, they can give the antidote and your dog will walk home 15 minutes later. So that's the that's easy the fix. That's the solution. That's the mm. easy fix. I have a rescue beagle and he's been a bit spoiled in our attempts to erase his traumatic past. He's starting to get a bit pudgy. He's neutered. He gets walked every day, gets lots of love and attention and seems to live for food. We feed him a complete muesli. Could you recommend a low-fat feed that will fill him but help him to reduce his weight? That's from Breach. Well, there's a few possibilities there. Um, I suppose the easiest way is to talk to your vet about a commercial diet designed to help dogs to lose weight. And these work in one of two ways. First way is literally a high-fiber diet. So the diet, it's a, it's a kibble-type diet, it's a dried diet, um, but it's high in fiber so that when the dog eats, they feel full more quickly. That's the first type. The second type of, of diet, a weight reduction diet, um, has ingredients which make the dog feel, feel, feel full more quickly, um, higher protein, that kind of a thing. So they, they eat a small amount, but they feel full. So those two things. But more than that, you actually need the support of a veterinary nurse who will who will basically, a bit like Weight Watchers for humans, she'll hold your hand and take you through the process, get you back every two weeks or every four weeks, weigh the dog every time, and tell you you must not give any more treats because that is probably, probably the biggest the issue part here. of the battle. Uh, my pug rolled around in nettles yesterday. His belly is covered in a little rash. Is a vet visit in order or can I do anything for him? Well, I, I, I think I would be quite practical there. Um, if, if the Pug is very distressed. Yes, you should go to the vet. If, if, there's just, if there's just a bit of a rash that looks a bit 
itchy, but the dog isn't bothering about, then I'd probably use a home treatment like some antihistamine cream. It's quite safe to do that. I have a border terrier. I'm putting her into kennels for the first time next week. I'm very nervous about it. Can I do anything to make it easier for her? She's not a needy dog, but it's a totally new environment. Yeah, it'd be a stress for her, all right. Um, Simple things you can do would be to to send her off with her favourite toy and probably with something like a T-shirt or a sweatshirt that you've been wearing so she's got a bit of company with her of yourself. Um, You can also get special collars that are impregnated with pheromones and those pheromones make dogs feel just comforted and more relaxed. Um, so talk to your vet about an adaptive collar that will help a little bit as well. Oh, well, Pete, thank you very much. Before uh, you come back to us, you'll have gone on your travels. No, that next, it's next it's week. Next week, is it? Um, I'll be here next week, and then I'm heading off to the World Triathlon Championships, yes. Okay, so you're not doing the Iron Man this weekend. <laughs> not this weekend. <laughs> you're saving yourself. All right. Uh, Pete the vet, Pete Wedderburn, thank you very much for uh, joining us. 